Hi everyone, welcome back to episode 2 of my podcast, Living Freely. It is Monday, so I have another one for you. Today's topic is going to be the male gaze versus the female gaze, but before I get into that, I want to give you guys some of my life updates because I know you care so much about that. My first update for you guys is on my goals that I explained last week where I had my first one was my fitness goal. I was doing my couch to 5k program. I am still doing that. It's getting intense. It's getting progressively harder, which it should since at some point I need to run a 5k. I think I just finished my third week, I believe. The biggest challenge when it comes to that like to the program has been timing it because it's three one whoops three runs a week which is not a lot it's actually kind of nice that I can take days off but the problem is scheduling it because I know that I travel a lot especially this summer I travel with my family and trying to schedule when I do the runs because originally I only did them outside because I was like it's kind of hard to stop running and walking on a treadmill like switching between that but the good news is now in the program i run for a long enough period of time like in a shot that i can do it on a treadmill and it's not incredibly awkward so i went to the gym last night and i completed week three and it's fantastic it's going really really well i'm very happy with it it's been making me it's giving me more energy honestly i feel much better i'm trying to get back into the gym i hadn't gone in a while i went yesterday i did legs it was fantastic Before I get into telling you guys about my like my reading goals and my academic goals, I just want to disclose the fact that I am outside, so if you hear like wind in the background or voices, I'm not in a quiet environment. I'm hoping that you can hear me well and that there's not a lot of feedback. Again, I'm not playing these back, I'm not listening to these episodes, so I don't really know, but I think it's fine because it's not, it's not like super loud out. Anyway... Uh, my academic, my self-improvement goals, I told you guys about the books I wanted to read. Those are going really well. I was, I'm now, let me see, I'm like halfway through Purple Hibiscus by Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. It is incredible. It's a really, really good book. Um, it's about, basically it's about a family that's living in, I believe it's Nigeria. I'm pretty sure it tells me. Hold on, let me check. It says, here, let me just read the back for you. Uh, actually, I'm not going to do that because I don't feel like reading this whole thing. But it's, they live in a city of, yeah, it's Nigeria. So they live in Nigeria and it's about basically just their whole family life and the family dynamic. And it's very, it's very well written. It's really good to read. So I'm enjoying that. I also said that I wanted to read more of Bukowski poetry. I'm again halfway through that book now. So that's really awesome. Again, super good. Love it. Right now, my new goal has been to, I have psychology AP psych work to do over the summer. I've already completed it, but I want to go back and reread the chapter, redo the work just to make it better and also like start studying because we do have a test on that on the first day. So that's pretty exciting too. (music) 
before I get super into talking about my main topic today, which is the male gaze versus the female gaze, I kind of wanted to talk about something that I discussed with my friend McKenna today, and it was lots of fun. We were talking, I mean, we went out to breakfast, we went to the farm, it was great. But we were talking about, and I found it really interesting, we were talking about the difference between, like, talking behind someone's back and spreading rumors versus discussing what someone has done and how that difference is perceived in our society and how people tend to disregard it, where both of us have been in the past accused of, like, talking behind someone's back and, like, talking bad about them, when in reality we're explaining a situation and how someone wronged us and we were talking about the fact that if you look at what someone's saying about you and they're describing what you've done and you consider that talking bad about you that you should really reevaluate your own actions because they're leading you to believe that someone's talking bad about you when in reality they're just describing what you did and I thought that was a really interesting conversation because I think that nowadays people are very quick to jump onto accusing other people of being like rude or like not accepting or being petty or fake or stuff like that. And I'm all, I mean, I'm all for calling people out on stuff that they do wrong and like giving them a chance to improve. But I think that our generation has a big issue with that and not giving people enough credit. We, we don't allow anyone to feel negative it's almost like a toxic positivity thing where it becomes the normal for everyone to be either you have to be really really nice or you're like horrible person when in reality like you have to have the ability to share your experience with other people that's how you bond that's how you create connections and if those experiences are negative it still tells something about you just because even if it's like something that you've done wrong it tells something about you especially if you've grown from that and that's not given nearly enough credit so I just wanted to tell you guys about that I've been thinking about it for a while I'm pretty I can't really get it off my mind so I just wanted to share it with you now onto the fun part So my main point of conversation for today's podcast was I plan it to be the male gaze versus the female gaze because that has recently come into a lot of light and getting a lot of attention in our age group and our generation, especially on social media, it's become a new thing to talk about. And I wanted to share like what I think it means or like how it's affected me, just kind of like an open discussion with you guys. So The first thing I want to talk about is where it came from. So the female gaze versus the male gaze is originally um, a film term. So when you film things in movies and stuff, the male gaze was filmed by like male viewer, but also the male character or the male creator of the film or the writer versus the female gaze being represented through the view of a girl, whether that's the viewer or the writer or the producer or whatever. And I think that the difference between the two is something that's heavily debated because I'm sure if you asked, like, you know, a 20-year-old male what the male gaze is, he's not going to tell you that it's, like, objectifying women. Like, they're not going to, he's not going to say that, even if that's the case, that's not how he's going to view it. 
but generally that's what's implied is that the male gaze is when directed towards women the male gaze is like showing off your body having nice boobs having a nice butt like that kind of thing and you know like in superhero movies having a skin tight suit and like butt shots when they go through their action versus the female gaze being like showing it's more of a feminist perspective so like showing the like the emotional ups and downs of a family like the real intense stuff or again in the superhero thing having a functional outfit or showing like a really good fight scene rather than just like her body and not only it started again like I said it started the term started in film and movies but it's now become like a progressive term for not progressive a popular term for nowadays and just talking about like generally situations so talking about especially on social media posting for the female gaze versus the male gaze and I think it kind of goes hand in hand with the idea of like searching for validation but it's like who are you searching for it from because I remember like a year ago there was a whole trend of do you prefer compliments from guys or from girls like regardless of your sexuality is it guys or girls for you and I never really put a lot of thought into it I never really like considered what I was aiming for because I didn't I don't know I didn't see it as important in my life and now I've realized I didn't do it on purpose I've realized I've shifted where I used to be very male gaze oriented almost like the term what's the term people use like a pick me girl in quotes I mean I don't think I was that bad I'm gonna be honest but like you know I would say things that I knew that guys would like to hear or that I thought the guys would like to hear I dress a certain way whether or not I like those clothes that's what I knew someone wanted to see whether or not it was even like flattering like maybe the guy I had a crush on really liked girls that wore black so I would wear that and that was less male gaze and more male validation because it was for like specifically me I wanted them to tell me that I looked good versus now I dress in clothes that I'm comfortable in now it's still I'm not going to tell you that it's not based off of fashion trends but it's more of like when I go out in public and a girl sees me is she gonna think I look cool is she gonna like my outfit less of is this person gonna think I look hot and that like they want to date me and it's more of like do people like my outfit do they think I look cool And I think a lot of the difference between the male gaze and the female gaze is overlapped with people saying, there's a difference between wanting validation in the form of your body and the way you look versus validation in your fashion and your choices. And it tends to go hand in hand with the male gaze versus the female gaze, but they're different things. So let's say you're looking for validation for your fashion and your choices and what you wear and like your outfits and how well it's put together and the colors and all that stuff that validation can still come like if you're a female it can still come from a male but there's a difference between hey I really like how you look in that outfit versus I really like how you put that outfit together typically the reason that it becomes overlapped with male gaze versus female gaze is because generally women are the ones that are more likely to compliment your outfit itself 
where guys are more likely to compliment your body in the outfit or how you look in the outfit. And I that's very stereotypical. I'm not saying it's everyone. I'm saying that's where it came from originally. So like I was going back to my original point, I've noticed a shift in what I, especially what I post on social media. I post, if I go somewhere, I'll have pictures of me in it, but maybe you don't see like my butt or my boobs or my, it's not skin tight and I'm not posing for the camera or I'm not like, I don't know. It's more of like, you see me in this really cool place or with this person, like what am I doing versus rather how do I look? I think is really the way that I would describe it. I focus more on what activities I'm participating in or where I am, or if I really like my outfit, the outfit that I'm wearing, the choices that I made versus do I look thin in this? Do I look sexy? Like, you know what I mean? And I've noticed, especially now, how much easier it is. I'm not worried about how many people comment and tell me that I look good because I'm barely in these pictures. I'm not expecting people to say anything about it because it's I'm not in there. And it's so much more freeing because I have more freedom to post what I want to post rather than what I know people are going to want to see. That being said, I would love to see a change in how people validate each other because right now, especially, I'm talking mainly Instagram, sometimes Snapchat, People will only say something about the picture, especially for girls, if you are in it. If you're showing yourself off, that's when people feel the need to comment and tell you that you look good. Versus being at a beautiful beach and you're like in you're in the picture, but you're not posing. It's not about you. It's about the beach. Nobody's going to comment and be like, wow, like that's really pretty. That's really awesome. You, you're so lucky to go there. Like, I hope you had fun. Like, that's not what people do. People do more of the, wow, you look really good in this. Like, oh my God, you look so hot, you know? And I know it's being supportive and I know it's being kind, but for people to feel the need to comment only on your body and only on your face and your looks and not anything else on Instagram perpetuates that idea of that is the only purpose of posting is to show yourself off. And that's not, I'm not saying, I, I mean, every, I love, I love to post myself. I'm very confident in how I look. That's not saying that if you post yourself or you, you look for those comments, or if you even comment the thing that you're like any less, it, it's just a different perspective. I'm not saying that should stop. I'm not saying you can't comment when your friend looks pretty or you can't post pictures of you in a bikini. Like you look good, post it. You look fantastic. The difference is, I think that people should give not even the same energy, but a little more energy to other types of photos because then there's less pressure to look good. Because what happens is you post a picture of you in a bikini and maybe you usually get like 40 comments and only 20 people comment. Now you're sitting there going, do I look bad? Should I take this down? Is there something, do I look weird? Do I look fat? Do I look skinny? Like, do I look bloated? Or do I have, like, cellulite? Or whatever that your insecurity is. Then you start to, like, overthink it. Versus if every picture you post gets the same amount of comments or varies, like, all different kinds of comments, there's going to be less pressure 
for those comments to like hit on that post or for you to get the right amount of likes or whatever. I kind of went off on a little bit of a tangent, but it goes back to the male-female gaze because there's this association with the aiming for the female gaze being more confident because when it comes from compliment from girls, it's almost like we're like you see eye to eye and you're like we understand each other in the sense that we understand what makes us insecure. We understand why we're posting or what it's about so that when we compliment each other on it, it's to validate those fears. But I don't think enough credit is given to just the state of society and why everyone gets so uppity about it. So I don't know. Like I just, I think that people need to remember that by conforming to what you think people are going to like to see when you post just perpetuates the idea that you aren't worthy unless you post your body or your face or whatever the picture is. Another small like little related thing is I like on Instagram the best thing I ever did was turn off my like count and turn off others like count. I can't see how many people like someone's photo and they can't see how many people like mine and it's, it's fantastic it's the best thing I could ever do. next part of the podcast my absolute favorite part is my book recommendations for you guys it's a new thing I say new like I've been doing this for a while it's literally the second episode but I want to tell I want to give you some book recommendations for like different genres so my first one that I have right off the top of my head I don't have these listed I'm just making these up for fantasy if you like fantasy books especially fantasy series is the Six of Crows series. I think it's, I believe it's two books. So good. It's so good. I'm not even going to spoil it. It's just great. Um, if you like mystery-ish, I know that One of Us is Lying, Two Can Keep a Secret, those books are very, very good. And then if you like more calm, like beach read books, I'm trying to remember what the name of that book was. The, oh, the book Life and Other Inconveniences. You can hear my chair squeaking, sorry. Life and Other Inconveniences by Sarah Higgins is very good. It's very peaceful. It's, I wouldn't say it's like fast paced. Like it's kind of a slow book, but it's interesting. You can pick it up and put it down and get right back into it. You don't have to remember like all this complicated stuff, but it's really good. Um, those are my three book recommendations. I'll have more genres. I'll have more books next week. But I just wanted to share this with you guys. So, For the last part of the podcast, I just wanted to tell you guys, thank you so much for listening. I know that you're probably like, I don't really know why she has a podcast. I don't know what the point of this is. Uh, like I said in the first one, it's because it's fun and I'm enjoying it. And this one ended up being around like 20, 25 minutes. I'm not really sure. It might be 15. I don't really know. But I mean, it was just fun. If you have any suggestions, any topics you want to hear about, any people you want to, like if you want to have be on it, sure, you can 100% come on it. It would be lots of fun. Anything like that, just let me know. Just contact me, however you know how. If you don't know how to reach out to me, 
there's probably a reason for that. It's probably because I don't know you. So at that point, don't try to reach out to me. That would kind of freak me out a little. But if you know me, feel free to give me suggestions. Uh, One last thing is my piece of advice for you all. It is my dad's favorite piece of advice to me. And that is don't be the crap. You can figure that one out on your own. And with that, I leave you and I will hear from you up here from you. You'll hear from me probably next week. Bye, guys. Love you.